Good morning, at least the time that I am delivering this to you. It is morning and I am heading to the gym. I wanted to share seven lessons that Daniel Raz had taken from a recent men's retreat trip with me in Cave Creek, Arizona. These seven lessons are easy to grasp but harder to implement because it will require focus, energy, effort, and a little bit of discipline. The first one is beat the sun. Every morning, it should be a priority for you to wake up prior to the sun. This is what I call sacred space. This is a quiet space. This space allows you to collect yourself before your family wakes up, it allows you to collect your thoughts and get ahead, get ahead on work projects, get ahead on that new side business that you want to do, get ahead on your physical training, get ahead on your reading. It's easy to say, oh, I'll get to it in the evening, but if you look back at your history, are you actually getting to it in the evening? And more times than not, what I hear is that I'm not. I say I'm going to do it in the evening, but I end up not doing it in the evening. So wake up before the sun. Build momentum. It's awesome to be 11 o'clock and you already know that you've gotten done more than most people's going to get done all day. Number two, prioritizing space. Space in the mind and in the body. I share this concept often and what this looks like and what this means is tangibly Time away from your phone, time away from work, time away from food, time away from loved ones so that you can fill yourself up so that you have more to give to those around you. When you create this space, maybe you go into nature, you go for a walk, you take a fast so you're not consuming any food and you're just giving your digestive system a break. You begin to realize that in order for you to become your best self, you need time away from all of your daily obligations and duties. And if you prioritize this space, you will be better when you plug back in. It's a simple concept, but it truly requires proactive planning. Because your life is busy and the days are just kind of, they kind of happen and then they kind of get away from you. And you look back over a week or two or three or four and you start to realize, man, I had no time for myself. Man, I, I wanted to read that book and I never got to it. Man, I wanted to get to the gym. I said I was going to make this my year to work out and I just didn't get to it. I didn't prioritize that space for myself. I said I wasn't going to stop reading the apps and scrolling all the time, but here I am just continuing these patterns that aren't truly serving me. Number three is a fitness tip. Train back daily. So every time before I go into the gym, I'm training legs today, Saturday, 10 a.m. leg day at Iron Valley Barbell. But before I go and get into my leg workout, I do like four sets of face pulls, I do three or four sets of seated rows, and then I do three or four sets of pull downs. 
And the reason why I train back every time I go in is because well, you use your back for everything. You use it when you're deadlifting. You use it when you're squatting. You use it when you're bench pressing. You use it when you're overhead pressing. Training back also keeps the shoulders healthy. So train your back each time you go into the gym. Use it as a warm-up. It takes 5-10 minutes. And you'll start to see that not only will your back be growing, but your shoulders are going to be staying healthier and you're going to be at less risk for injury on all movements when the back got some good blood pumping through it. That weight is moderate to lightweight, nothing crazy. Uh, let's say I can do the 100 pounds for 10 reps. Maybe I'm doing 60 to 70 pounds for 10 reps. Number four, this is a relationship tip. Not only if you have a significant other, but also just in a relationship with a friend. A friend calls you or your significant other calls you and they present to you a problem. <clears throat> they present to you something they're going through. You just want to take that as an opportunity to, to validate them, to encourage them, to love on them, not to try to fix their problem. Unless they're asking, can you fix this? Can you help me fix this? Don't, and men especially. You know, our wife presents a problem to us and we just want to fix it. But when you go right into fixing their problem rather than validating their feelings, what you're actually communicating to them is you don't believe that they feel that way. That's what you're saying. It's not okay for you to feel that way. And often within the dynamics of a male and female relationship, when my wife, for instance with myself, is when my wife tells me about a problem she's maybe facing and the way she's feeling, it makes me a little uncomfortable because I'm her provider and I'm her security. And when she presents a way that makes her, makes her feel, I kind of feel uncomfortable in that. And that's why I want to fix it. So often if you're trying to fix problems with others, it's because you yourself are uncomfortable. Sit in that, feel that, try to process that. This is a tip for, this is number five. This is a tip for business owners, especially in the service space. Avoid shitty clients. Especially when you're first starting, it's easy to say yes to everybody because you need money and you need to get this thing off the ground. But what I have found is one shitty client takes up the space of seven good clients. So I'd encourage you just to continue to double down in your marketing and your communication and your strategies rather than accepting that client that you just don't vibe with. See, a shitty client for me may be a great client for you and vice versa. You really have to make sure that your core values are aligned, that you two are able to have a good conversation together, especially the more time you spend together, you wanna to ensure that you're just in line. This will make your relationship so much healthier and it'll, it'll really lay a strong foundation to your business. You will begin to attract more and more of these clients. You'll be in that vein, as I like to call it. Number six, most things are a distraction. Yes. Most things in life are simply a distraction. You have way more time than you think. And everyone who tells me, no man, I'm busy, it's sun up to sun down. I say, okay, well go ahead and track every hour, what you do in every hour. Like every time you pick up your phone, and that's a big one, every time you pick up your phone, or just the time you spend before you go into the gym, 
what, what tends to happen is guys start to realize like, man, I got two or three extra hours a day that I'm kind of just kicking the can. See, you have more time than you think, but you're caught up in these distractions, scrolling the apps, watching TV, doing things that don't provide a ton of meaning into your life. I'm not opposed to vegging out and to chilling, but if you want to start that side business, if you want to get in shape, if you want to improve your relationships, you must ruthlessly eliminate these distractions that keep you from the life that you desire. Most things are a distraction. Number seven, this is a big unlock. Being bored is the key to achieving what you desire. Yeah, you may never heard this before. And this is a little bit of an unconventional take, but it's something I have found and I have practiced over the last five or six years is I was able to think, I was really busy prior to 2019. Like my mind was very busy, my body was very busy. I was trying to accomplish a lot of things, like getting my gym off the ground, growing my online business, a couple different business endeavors I was in, my speaking career, and I was busy. And I would be physically with my family, but mentally always somewhere else. My, my mind was busy. And this is when I started realizing that busy is a state of mind, and if that's a state of mind, that's gonna be the state of my external environment. So like my life was just busy, and chaotic. And I was lacking creativity. I felt as if everything I was doing was kind of... So I thought back. I was like, well, what, what does it mean to be creative? And when was the last time I can remember being creative? And as I thought back, I was like, dude, when I was a kid, my mom would be like, it'd be nice outside. She's like, yo, go out and play. And I'm like, okay, I've got to play for a couple hours. I come back in. I'm like, oh, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm, done, I'm done. And she's like, well, go play. You know, it's like noon or whatever. And I was like, well, I'm bored. She goes, that's fine. Be bored. And it was in that boredom that I was becoming creative. I would have, I had like an imaginary friend. Uh, I would like create all of these different like movie plots of like things that was happening. And I would dig holes and I'd have like race cars and like different dirt bikes and things that I would like handheld ones. And I'd make jumps for them and Next thing you know, I'd be out there till dark, just playing, just being creative. And I was like, oh, so in order to tap into creativity, I might need to tap into being comfortable with being bored so that my mind can then have the space to be able to create. See, boredom gives the mind the opportunity to create. Where busy is the enemy of creativity. Busy is the enemy of creativity. So if you need to be more creative in your life, more creative in your relationships, your date nights, the time you spend with your kids, be okay with being bored. But modern man, we struggle with this. What we struggle with is (laughs) everything is fighting for our attention. Our boss, overtime, our wife, our kids, and in any extra space you have, and you're probably even prioritizing this, and you shouldn't be, is, is marketing. It's the ads. It's what you're seeing on social media, what people are creating. It just keeps getting more and more addictive to consume this content. Yeah, this is what I've recognized. And since you are being consistently distracted, you, 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 you don't have the space 
within your mind. You're never bored, so then you lack this creativity, so therefore your relationships and your environments do not thrive. The side projects do not thrive. Your personal health and growth does not thrive because you're not being creative with it because you simply don't have the space for it. You're not bored enough. Get bored. Take action today, my friends. With love, Zach.